Hey y'all, welcome to Solid Saturdays, where we take a moment just to have a casual conversation that flows from the heart of God. Listen y'all, I get it, it's Saturday, it's the weekend, and you may be in your bed, you may be running errands or preparing to spend time with your loved ones, but since you are here, and since you are listening, I want you to get ready and to sit at the edge of your seat because you are about to be inspired. Let's go. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Solid Saturday's Prayer and Inspiration. And I am your host, Tiffany, and I am excited that I get to host another week of us going through this Heal Girl series. But there is an extra dose of excitement on today's episode. Why? Because we are just three days away from Heal Girl being released on all platforms and all stores. So you are able to go and purchase it wherever you feel most comfortable. But you know what? I'm always going to tell you to go to my website to purchase it because you're able to purchase it now. And not only that, but when you purchase it from my website, you get a signed copy. And also that copy is prayed over because healing is real business. Okay. And I know that if you purchase Heal Girl, then you are going to get something from it that is going to strengthen you, that is going to heal you, enlighten you, inspire you, and take you ultimately to the next level. So listen, purchase Heal Girl today. Go to my website, purchase it, and I'll sign it and I'll pray over it for you. I hope you guys have been getting something from these episodes, from this series. I got something special lined up after we complete this series. So you guys stay tuned for that. So make sure you have your notepads because we're about to dive in. Today, we're talking about rejection. We're talking about being rejected. This is a familiar term nowadays because you hear a lot of therapists, counselors, and even churches talk about rejection and the spirit of rejection. And it's a real thing. It's something that we can even track back to the Bible days, which we'll get into today. But at surface level, this is what rejection means. To reject means to dismiss as inadequate, inappropriate, or not one's particular taste. That's something serious, y'all. And it's something that Many people have gotten used to, so they've developed their personalities, belief systems off of rejection where a person could love you inside and out, but because you suffer from rejection, that one instance from that one person that was important to you and they rejected you, you will always look at relationships through the filters of you being inadequate, inappropriate. And that is a destiny stopper, y'all. That's why it's so important that we take the time to do the work that's needed to heal from rejection. So to reject means to dismiss as inadequate, inappropriate, or just not someone's taste. Or it means to dismiss someone as failing to meet the standards. Now, this can also happen during your childhood years. And it could happen in school because a lot of times a child, they will base their worth on how others receive them as a person. And if they are not received to a group of students or a community of students that they really want to be a part of, if they're not received, then they can take it as rejection because they didn't meet the standards. This is real, y'all. So parents, even if you dealt with your rejection and you're listening to this, make sure you pay attention to your children 
pay attention to the conversations that they have and the conversation that you have with them because they could be suffering from rejection and not telling you. But you want to make sure you nip that in the bud because we want our children to prosper, right? They're the next, they're the now generation. I was going to say they're the next generation, but they're the now generation. And we want them to go a lot further than where we've been. So a lot of times these conversations are needed so that they can be catapulted into their destinies, even at a young age. It's possible. And we'll get into that because we're going to talk a little bit about David and Joseph. And even in their teenage years, they were catapulted into their destinies. Well, at least they knew of their destiny. And because they knew of their destiny, they were able to be catapulted into it. So it means to refuse to accept. It means to refuse to submit to or to use. It's a big deal. All in all, rejection is serious. And once you're rejected, it's a hard thing to get over. Thankfully, it is more common to hear about rejection. So people that suffer from rejection, they are more aware or they're becoming more aware. And I honestly think that many are actively seeking out ways on how to overcome this giant of rejection. And the reason why I like to think that is because who in their right mind would want to struggle with pain or carry the burden of pain? Like, Naturally, and I believe we talked about this in a previous episode, but naturally, when you feel pain, you want to get out of it. So who would want to carry the weight and the pain that comes along with rejection? Who would want to do that? Who would really want to remain in that cycle of pain, that cycle of hurting people and sabotaging relationships because of their own wounds? Listen, we are human beings, people. <laughs> we are spiritual beings, but we are also human beings. And because we are human beings on this earth, we need community. We need that place of belonging. And when you sabotage relationships and you hurt people, then you may, it, it, listen, let me just say this. It's a front for people to hurt people and sabotage relationships and act like they're okay. That's a front. Okay. Let me just lay it. If you are that person that act like, oh, I'm good. I'm be good without them. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's a front. It's a way of you shielding yourself and not dealing with the pain that needs to be dealt with. The first thing you need to do is to deal with that pain and make things right. Okay. Because you need people as much as you want to say that you're good without people, you're lying to yourself. You need people. You need people. And sometimes there are just people who I'll say seem to be blind to their behavior. And I'm pausing there because it's only so much that you cannot see about yourself, but there are some people that are blind to their behavior. But I will always say this, how we behave is a choice. Sooner or later, you're going to see, you have to see the different patterns and cycles that your actions and your behavior create. And you have to choose how you're going to deal with that. Sometimes you don't even know the answer and that's fine. You don't have to know the answer. And I think sometimes that's the reason why people don't deal with their behaviors because they don't know the answer. They don't know how to fix it because it's something that they've dealt with for so long. And sometimes you inherit it from your parents or the previous generation. You've seen it done like that. So now you don't even know what to do with that. Well, in times when you don't know what to do with things, seek out help. 
Do not choose to sit in your pain and in your cycles. You are feeding the cycles and that's exactly where the enemy wants you to be. But choose to seek out help. What do I mean by seek out help? Go to therapy, go to counseling. You need counseling, therapy, and Jesus. Jesus can do it all alone, but sometimes you need that extra awareness and accountability as you go through the process. So how we behave is a choice, y'all. And sometimes when you've been away for so long, it's comfortable and easier for you to remain that same way. So you may see that you need to change, but you fail to admit it because you desire comfort over the change. Listen to me and listen to me closely. And this is why I want you to listen, because this is someone who's speaking from experience. Comfort, it produces no results. It covers no ground. When you are looking to be successful or even just going to a different level in your relationships, your career, or whatever it is, comfort will not serve you. Do y'all hear me? (laughs) Comfort is not going to serve you. It feels good, but it is not serving you. So to overcome rejection, the first thing that you have to do is you have to acknowledge that your behavior is not conducive to your destiny and where you want to go. You have to acknowledge that behavior and you have to take it seriously. So how do you acknowledge your behavior? Let me tell you. You have to choose to look at or analyze the fruit that is the result of your behavior. What comes from your behavior? Are you pushing people away? Are your relationships healthy and thriving or do they kind of just dissolve and disappear in thin air? Uh, Are you able to identify the cycles in your life and are you able to tell why they are happening? Most times unhealthy cycles are due to you experiencing rejection in some point in your life. There are plenty of people in the Bible who experience a level of rejection. And like I said earlier, David and Joseph, they are great examples. And one thing that I see in both stories that I adopted in my life as well is that these men, they kept their hearts pure so that how they loved didn't affect how they needed to love when someone resembled the person that caused them pain. That's so important, y'all. You have to keep your heart pure so that how you love that person that may resemble the person that caused you pain, how you love them doesn't affect how you need to love because everything that we do is connected to how well we're able to love others. How? Because your service or how we serve is fueled by love. So if we have a blockage in our hearts against people who resemble the person, not in looks, y'all, but in their personalities and their behaviors, if we have that unhealed blockage, then we may end up blocking the exact person who God set up to be the bridge to our destiny. Or better yet, you may even block God. You may even be blocking the hand of God on your life as a whole because Anyone who is associated with the title father, it pricks your unhealed wound of rejection from your father. So you ultimately block the hand of God from him releasing his best on your life. Your blockage, y'all hear me now, your blockage is blocking you from receiving God's best. I want that to sink in. Your blockage is blocking you from receiving God's best. So it's important If you don't get nothing else from this episode, remember this. You got to keep your heart pure because you can't afford to have any blockage on your heart because 
how we serve others, it comes from a place of love. And if you're not able to love others in a way that will take your service to the next level, then you're going to miss the best that God has for you. I'm going to end it right here for today's episode because I want you to focus on three things today. When you walk away from this episode, this is what I want you to focus on. Number one, I want you to acknowledge any repeated cycles that you're experiencing. Number two, I want you to identify the root. And therapy may be needed here for you to identify the roots, but do what's necessary to identify that root. And number three, I want you to pray that your awareness increases so that you can strive to keep your heart pure. I want y'all to do that for me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, God, that we were able to come together and talk about this common topic of rejection, Lord. And I pray for anyone who's struggling with rejection right now. I pray, God, that you would heal their hearts. I pray that you would make them aware. I pray that you would keep their hearts pure as they go through the process of healing, Father. I pray that you would connect them with the right people that are able to hold them accountable and nurse them back to healing. Father, I pray that you would bind the hand of the enemy that is trying to keep them in this cycle of going through things over and over again, sabotaging relationships. I pray right now that the scales will be removed from their eyes so that they will no longer look at people from a filter of pain, but God, they will be healed and whole and be able to embrace relationships and serve without boundaries, God, those people that need to be served. Father, heal their hearts right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. I thank you, God, that even from this healing, God, you're going to open up doors and perform miracles in their lives. Father, I bless your holy name, God, for what you're about to do in this season of their lives. In Jesus' name, and it is so. Amen. I'm believing God for you. I want you to walk this process out. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. You're speaking to a person that has gone through it. And you know what? You will continue to go through it because even as I have gone through the healing of rejection, sometimes there will be situations that trigger those rejected areas in your life. But you have to choose to not react based on how you use to behave, but choose the new path that God has before you can do this. I believe it. Make sure you get the help that's needed. All right, y'all. Thank you all so much for listening. Listen, y'all go get the book Heal Girl, because we also talk more about rejection inside those pages. You don't want to miss it. Listen, there's a chapter for everyone. Even preachers got a chapter in there. Okay. Cause preachers need to be healed. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> So y'all, please go pick up that book. That book is going to change your life. And this is how I know because it changed my life. Listen, it is my prayer that you were able to receive this message from this episode and also that powerful prayer. And because we serve such a faithful God, listen, that gives me confidence that you did. So I have no doubt that you will surely have a solid Saturday. See you all next time.